The following presentation involves three friends who get together and talk confidently about topics they know nothing about. I just figured that you would love a pumpkin spice latte. And I thought your rant might have been like, you enjoy them so much, but now you're embarrassed to go get one. That's where I thought you were going. Is that maybe deep down what you're feeling here? No. And don't. Don't. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. I don't even know what a podcast is. Can I just jump in here? As you wish. I've decided that I'm going to be the intelligent one on this podcast because I know the most about everything. Your love of the half-things leaf has clearly slowed your mind. I mean, these people are not audio people at all. They have no idea. Until they let me actually run the show here, I'm kind of just letting them talk. Are you talking to us? No, we're rolling, yeah, so um, continue. I don't know. Now that the mics are on, I don't really want to talk. A little fight now. I like that. Throughout my day, I mean, honestly, I I hate most people. (laughs) (laughs) Now, get excited. I am very excited. I am always excited. Here they are, stupid fat hobbits. Chris, Johnny just called me a liver lily pantaloon. I don't uh, know what the, that means. It was the old Shakespeare insult. I thought it was lily-livered. Well, there's a lily-livered rabbit sucker as well. I think that's a good one. I don't think that was Shakespeare. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's a Shakespeare insult. I think that was Anne Rand. Isn't it Ayn Rand? I always called her Anne. Because, it's Ayn Rand. Because her name is just like, really? You just like took Anne and put a Y in the middle? <laughs> like. Is that a writer? Is that a writer? <laughs> Ayn Rand? I can't remember yes. who, who that is. She's like the... Uh, very controversial. Hmm. Johnny would like her, I think. Actually, Johnny might hate her. I don't really know. I don't like this. I don't like her or this topic. So. Johnny literally says in our intro that he hates everybody. That is true, yeah. Johnny, would you like step away from society because you thought you were better than it and then like attract other very smart creative genius people and like build like a a city on a hill by yourselves no i mean no because that type of place would just attract people who thought they were worthy to be in that society oh you're saying it would attract a bunch of pseudo it would attract a bunch of people like you Uh, that one that one hurts i don't want that okay well that really, that one hurts. Chris, do you have a Shakespearean insult that I could use? I mean, you kind of poo-pooed my rabbit sucker one, but that's because that's not real. It's a real one. Look how, about, it up. how about this one, uh, Johnny? Thou art a boil, a plague sore, an embossed carbuncle. <laughs> I want carbuncle to become common parlance. <laughs> I don't even know if I should be offended. Like, in what type of scenario can I use carbuncle? Can you use it in a song, please? Ho, ho, a carbuncle coming down the street. Wait, is that a Christmas song? <laughs> no, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 it's not. No, I think where I, you can see. <laughs> no, that, but that was taken from a killer song, I think. So it's kind of like, you know, what was the original? We don't know. Let's, you know, I don't know. Johnny, you're spherical like a globe. I could find so many countries in you. <laughs> That's a Shakespeare insult. That one, okay, he does That have, is not a real Shakespeare yes, insult. Yes, it is. No, it's yeah, not. it is. I could find an entire country in yeah, you. Yeah, it's from the Comedy of Errors. Man, he's pretty good, actually. I hated Shakespeare in high school, but...
you know, I hadn't reached my true intellectual Thou status. spongy, weather-bitten horse drench. Would you care to explain what that means? I have no idea. I wish it defined each of these for me. Because I don't know what I'm saying. At all. But that's typical, so. Welcome. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> It's good to have you back, Pat. It's been a while since you've been in the studio. You were off in, you know, gallivanting in Myrtle Beach last week. How was your trip? It was good. It was good. Uh, gallivanting is a bit of a strong word. It was more like sponging myself into a couch and the sand. Does that is that is that a phrase that makes sense? Sponging into something? Mm, not really. I was the sponge, the ocean was the water <laughs> i wouldn't say that's and the sand was the lubricant well if anybody was sponging themselves into the sand it was me because we finally posted my cap of mishap that's true of me inchworming from the beach to the water so if you want a good laugh and want to make fun of me Go check it out. It's on Instagram. <laughs> Johnny, what did you think about that? Because you weren't there. So I think you're the most unbiased observer. I thought it was fine. Do you think he it did was it more? I think it, was, I think it was more forehead in the sand than face. But uh, Oh, are you kidding me? I couldn't. He was I, complaining about like hard sand or something. Like I he said he was going to break his sand. neck if he pushed any harder. <laughs> well, which now that I think about it is kind of wet BS. the tide was up almost like there really wasn't much beach left, but the tide was up so high that the sand I was trudging through was super compact and hard. And so at some points I couldn't actually physically move my face through it. It was just like grating over a rock. It was terrible. Well, I mean, I, I'm glad you did it. It was, I thought it was very entertaining to watch. You gave me your word. And you did. Your word. And I did it. You did after what uh, over a month of delaying, dilatorying. <laughs> that is a word. <laughs> I'm. How did it actually feel? It didn't look that unpleasant. I think you're just kind of milking this because you want to be the hero of this story. No, it felt terrible. Okay, okay. I'm gonna. Okay, next time we're at the beach, <laughs> I'm going to take your head and I'm going to literally shove it into the sand and drag you from one end of the beach to the other. But and you're then doing, you tell me how it you're feels. doing it at your own will. That's a little different. You know, you don't have the insult of someone forcing you to do it physically, just <laughs> with our words. Oh, I didn't have. I didn't well, have anybody forcing me to do that, huh? Well, I mean, it's it's you kind of the, it's kind of the same thing away. as like Chris bite your tongue right now on purpose, like through it. No, just, just bite it on purpose. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's but then do a good it by point. accident. It really hurts. Yeah. So you doing it to yourself doesn't hurt that much, but someone doing it to you hurts a lot. Uh, maybe I feel like that's a weak hypothesis. I'm curious if if the high tide helped you or hindered you, because the sand was more like concrete. Again, that's what I'm trying to tell you. But that actually, despite you, I mean, it gave you an out. You were able to say, "Oh no." My head hurts because I can't dig into the concrete, claiming your neck would break. That doesn't even make sense, muscular, skeletally. That's a word. Um, and then you gave up like halfway and rolled in because concrete helps you roll. Well, I couldn't tell when I had reached because the waves were already crashing over me when I started. So That's true. He, you were already in like a little... 
to me, I, to me, I had gone like a hundred yards and looking back at the video, I think I went like six feet and then gave up. <laughs> yeah. You didn't go very far. No, <laughs> I do give you props I think it for at been least a better video it. If I had had this humongous stretch of beach to have to work through. Before I even got close to the water. Right, I agree. We did it at an, an, an inopportune time. Also, this could have been painful for me in multiple ways because um, when I was at the Outer Banks, that was obviously a bigger beach than in Oak Island. And the sand, it was also super hot that week. The sand was on fire. Like you could not stand on it. So imagine me having to put my face into that and trudge from there to the beach, I would have been burned. I would have been yeah. in the hospital. To be honest, I was. That was kind of what we were thinking. I think when we first initially pitched it to you, and you took your vow of knighthood <laughs> for the cap. What you intentionally thought that I was going to get burned by no, the no, sand? No, no, no. The whole point. We just is thought that either way, it's going to be painful for you. So I, okay, either way, I, no, we, no, no, we're, no, we're going to enjoy this punishment. Johnny likes to inflict pain. I think it was a character building exercise. I think it brought us closer, uh, uh, like a sort of bond of brotherhood. I think it helped you find things in yourself that maybe you never would have found and we definitely would never have found. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have found any of the sand in the places I found it if I hadn't oh, done you, that. Yeah, <laughs> but you're and that's true. And we also found out like you're a quitter. You did it halfway and then <laughs> rolled in. So if you ever need Chris to do something video. for you. Looking back on it, I did laugh. I like it was so poor. My effort was poor. And at the end, I like raised my arms in victory. Like I that done. was the funniest yeah, part. Like you did to some me great is, feat, yeah. and you were triumphant over a great battle won. Like, he looks like uh, like he looks like the guy from the Gollum video, where he just kind of like turns around, oh, yeah. and it's like yeah, soaked yeah. in yeah. water. He's like, <laughs> forgot about that video. It's an excellent video. <laughs> that is a good video. Well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Welcome. A welcome. Another week of <laughs> to the podcast. Stupid. Yeah, that's right. New things happening. Six Emperor. Six Emperor. The new things happening besides Pat's <laughs> wardrobe is we're back in the studio all together again this week. Not we gonna lie, a- I kind of fucking wish Pat was still in that damn closet. Not gonna lie. Is this I- how this is gonna go for the rest of the podcast eternity like i tried to do the Where intro you and then you cut me off every sentence well so I, you just have to establish we've your heard role so many intros host. that we've just kind of blocked them out like we don't know where you're where you're going we have to you tell people lead us anywhere. where the podcast is going for the episode we have to give them okay. a little bit of a you know like appetizer. a little like a hands-on gretel uh, bread trail and then and then they kind come of to like the witch's how, house. how you chum the water to get the great whites <laughs> Would, do you want us to to guide it now? <laughs> Could I just one brief tangent? Yeah, fine, okay. fine. Tangent uh, at the beach, um, it's kind of become this like, I would say it's a tradition now where we just find like the dumbest shark movies you can. Obviously, Sharknado, we've watched those. But this year we watched uh, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. This is a movie about these girls who, heard of it. Yeah. who go cave diving and there's like like a ghost shark in there like it's it's evolved in this underwater cave so it's blind and it's massive and the whole thing is just them trying to get out of the cave to escape this thing is a ghost shark a type of shark or is it literally a ghost shark no no no. that well ghost shark is another movie which i could talk about (laughs) (laughs) sand sharks another one i didn't know you were such the uh the connoisseur of shark oh i know shark stuff if it if it's not true i know it (laughs) but wait 47 meters down how how far is that 
That's it's not I don't think you're supposed to take anything in this movie literally. Okay. It's it's a it's a diving thing. The first one they dive in a cage and then it like breaks or something. Hmm. But a uh, shark is, breaks. You said the first one is there there's is there two, a this second is, one? This was the sequel. Oh god. Yeah. Oh yikes. But if you're ever it was entertaining. I mean of course it's a horrible movie, but it's entertaining. Why would they go back and do that again? Well, it's a different context. I assume the people in the first movie died. Uh, I don't want to ruin it for you. I mean, this I'm is, never this gonna is like it. a look. If this is that movie, a classic, Pat? Is that a classic? I it's up there. It's up there. Like the, I don't know what the Oscars have been doing all these years, but they're missing out on some quality content. Hey, if Ricky Gervais isn't in it, I'm not interested. He's actually the shark. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would watch that. <laughs> but yes, uh, chumming the waters for our listeners. I love it. Yeah, I love it. That's what our intros are, essentially. Johnny, that's actually a really good analogy. Yeah, I don't think that's, I... That's why uh, I said it. I don't think I... Um, <laughs> what word am I searching for, Chris? Approve of him? Validate anything he does? Yeah, I don't think you... Appreciate you, his contributions? You don't recognize you never his, do, his never achievements? Have. Yeah. Well, because once you recognize someone's achievements, they stop trying. You know? You think? Yeah, I think so. You always got to... I mean, you you affirm them, but not so much as to be like, yo, you're just fine where you are. That sounds very, like, psychotic. I think it is. I think it just sounds like a shitty boss. Yeah, it sounds like a terrible scenario that one would have it, like, work. Yeah, I probably shouldn't get into management. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that'll be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) It's only a matter of time until Pat sets one of us up and... That's you know, true. Yeah, we don't, watch, we don't, we watch don't. your words because one day I will be all powerful. Watch out when I create um, forty-seven meters down, caged again. <laughs> <laughs> caged again. So what? Recaged. Recaged. Is that like a victorious movie about them catching the shark and caging it? No, they they can't get out of the cage, and the shark has gotten in. And the whole movie is just about them with a shark in the cage. It's like this chess match. Is it, might just, be is it just like UFC then? No, 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 no. The shark questions. It's a game of riddles. And then, <laughs> and then they, they do like an obstacle course. And then the shark wants to eat them. This, but this sounds they, fishy. <laughs> is there room for an obstacle course in a cage? Yeah, you use the bars and like your oxygen tanks to like, you like hop them like Mario. I don't know what the shark does exactly, but you know, it's there there's room for obstacles. A shark there. in a cage with people. I mean, you gotta cram some of those in there. I, I might bet on the people in that scenario. The shark can't really turn around to bite them. Yeah, there's not it's like uh it's if like it's in a, a close small fight. enough cage. Yeah. No, the shark still wins. No, Which no. flaps it's gonna, itself. It's gonna around. flail and smash twelve hundred pounds of itself into you against steel bars and crush you like a fucking toothpick. But unless you have well, the, you know, agility of a fox or something, you're and under, you kind of could duck remember, and you're, bob. You're, you're underwater. You're, you're like a, you're like the the reverse uh, mermaid here. You can't. You can breathe in the underwater, but you can't move well. That's a great callback, by the way. You're not the reverse centaur who can who can flail and fight. I love back. how we're giving the reverse centaur the uh, like he's able to swim really well. I think he could. <laughs> I don't think hooves are very amenable to. We have swimming so fluidly. many. Look, I see it. I see it as like yes, the flailing would be an issue, but in a in a close quarters fight, you want the knife, not the sword, right? So the shark is the sword, and the shark has five hundred knives in its mouth. 
Yeah, but if let's, you can avoid a shark's mouth in a cage. I think you could. Yeah, I I, I would bet on the on the people. Like if you give the people or the person um, some form of weaponry that is appropriate in that scenario to make it a fair fight, you can give them like a Gatling gun or something. Oh, that wouldn't work underwater anyways. <laughs> but I think if you gave them like a harpoon or something. <laughs> a, I wouldn't use a, a harpoon in the cage. <laughs> a shark's going to win room. this battle every no, time. They get screwdrivers. That's screwdrivers? Do nothing against the great white sharks. You go for the eyes. That's how they put trackers in oh, them. They shit. stab yeah. them with like a six inch long blade. That's and they also don't how even you feel it. Yeah. And then you make, if you stab out its eyes, then it becomes ghost shark. And then you've got 47 meters down, uncaged two. <laughs> and that's ghost just... protocol. <laughs> oh, is that why it's called ghost shark? Because I can't see. We were just calling it ghost shark as a joke but oh. yeah like it's it looks like it's like all gray and white i guess that's what a normal shark looks so like. a great a great white shark <laughs> oh. it's, it has this like lemon lumen, shark it has like a shark luminescent has a bit of a glow. yellow tint that's it? not you don't know anything about lemon sharks um that's why they're called lemon sharks no, they're called lemon sharks because they swim in limes that's because of their docile demeanor i don't get it are you kidding me swim in limes all right, whatever. Like um, lines? Yes. Like a play on the word lines? Like they swim very straight. But limes... Oh, I heard limes, like the f- fruit citrus thing. I thought you were going double citrus pun there. Yeah, that, it was a double citrus yeah, yeah, pun. Yeah, yeah, that it, was terrible. Didn't okay, work. Did, <laughs> did not you know work what's incredibly all. disrespectful <laughs> is is not when you guys say, oh, that was shitty, or are you serious? It's when you just stare at me <laughs> and keep talking and don't even <laughs> acknowledge it. <laughs> That's well, I didn't you understand you at first. I was trying to like comprehend what you said while still talking, and it was not working because I was like, I don't get it. I'm stalling. I'm stalling. That I'm probably stalling, wasn't I'm my stalling. best one. Uh, if, but speaking of lemons, um, do you like alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> what? Is the lemon shark actually, that's why it's called a lemon shark? Yeah. It's got a yellow hue? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, like the like the lemon shark. Then, I mean, I, I think... I. May, I've been wrong a lot of times I don't before. really... Yeah. Johnny, you are the fact checker. What do you know about the lemon shark? I, I don't would know actually know. This. I don't no. actually know. But what I think it is is because they're of their docile behavior and they're usually pretty friendly. Oh, so it's so like So when a, you call someone a lemon, a you're lemon kinda, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of calling them like a soft... Broken. Okay, okay. Look, Broken. Johnny has said a lot of great things on this podcast. That by far is the most bullshit of them all. I think there he, is zero chance a lemon shark is called yeah. a lemon shark because they're like fun to be around and totally like lame. <laughs> that's a nurse shark. Wait, that's kind of a paradox or a, a fun to be around and lame. Fun for humans is they won't bite them and then. So I a, just didn't want to want Chris to be right, um, but, but I, I had to Google. Chris is correct. Ah, what, see? Re- explain to me what it is. Exactly, excuse me. It's a hue. It's, it's a, just named for their yellow-brown skin. <laughs> that helps them camouflage. A yellow-brown, so it's an old lemon. Yeah, but it's to help it's them camouflage in the sandy lemon. tropical waters they inhabit. Okay. Oh, from the lime sharks. Aha, I got it in that one. I don't think lime shark exists. Okay, well, I kind of forget where we were going with this, but ghost shark... That was a good movie, and when and and it will be a better movie when I make Shark in a Cage with two divers, a new age of cinema. Could you imagine filming that? How claustrophobic it would be! It's, it's just like called a, Shark Week, Pat. 
Oh, did someone already? This has been done idea? many uh, times. Yes. Do you guys uh, watch Shark Week at all? I used to. I used to as well. It started. So it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. And um, I watched actually quite a bit of it. Um, but the, I think Nat Geo now has shark fest the same week yeah. and so they're just copying yeah. everything that discovery channel does but it was nice to be able to flip back and forth between commercials um and still get some shark content in <laughs> love your shark content i used to love shark week it's pretty good i mean I, I enjoyed it i always used to love watching the attacks which sounds really fucked up, but it's like there's this like morbid fascination with something that doesn't really happen that often, but is terrifying. Me, we're, we're fascinated by what fears us. Yeah, what fears us? Yes. Oh, interesting way to put it, because it can go both ways. But are you doing like a little intellectual thing where like well, the you, sharks you, actually you, fear us? You know what I hate? You know what I absolutely hate is the phrase "shark infested waters." <laughs> what do you mean infested? You mean they're fucking home? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always hated that. But that's it's like, no, it's not infested with sharks. It's just, you're there in their own home. Like, well, see, that's no, 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 no. that's me, part that's of the, the, the mindset that people are trying to, I think, change about about. You know, there's this whole lore around sharks. It's very negative, and yeah, you know, they almost yeah. extinct. But shark infested or, isn't a bad word. It's like it's not like oh, there's scum in the water. Yeah, it's but, just like but oh, the connotation a bunch of, of it is the way it's used is. Oh, that, that beach is shark-infested water. <laughs> okay, but like shark-infested is a correct term. Yes. Like there are parts of the ocean that don't have as many sharks, and there are parts of the ocean that do. <laughs> like if you go up to Cape Cod, sure. there are great whites sure. everywhere. Yes, it doesn't matter. It's still... it's still. That's Those are shark-infested waters. Hang on, but fine, they don't... Fine, fine. High populous... <laughs> what, what, what do we want to say? That's High density shark waters. Yeah. Yes, city centers of sharks. That's fine. You shark don't say cities. like, oh, look at these shrimp-infested waters. <laughs> That's also true. That's true. It is infested is usually you use that as like Infestation. You yeah. use it to so talk like about a past. it's something shark that thing. shouldn't be there. Well, that's what yeah. we're saying. That's what we're saying. Yes. People have a negative view of sharks. And yes. when there's too many sharks in one place, apparently it's an infestation. Now, you need to get some kind of shark exterminator to come in there and rid them. But, I mean, there's a reason we have a negative view of sharks. Like, whales aren't killing us when we go in the water. And, yes, I know Johnny's about to say, <laughs> don't go in the water. There, it's, we're on Earth. Sharks are in the water. That's their land. It's like, no, I want to go in the ocean because I That's love the ocean. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying you just respect where you are and not get angry at something Right, that happens. To you. Right, but sharks the are guy terrifying. Who, the guy who wrote or Jaws was a movie for sorry, a book first, correct? Um, I do not know actually. I think it was a book that was made into the movie, and the guy who wrote the book regretted making that story for the rest of his life, and has worked tirelessly to, for the conservation of sharks, sharks ever since because <laughs> of the fear and the killing of sharks that have taken place since Jaws came out. Interesting. It's actually quite fascinating in a very, very sad way. Um, what happened after the movie came out? Like, yeah. Wait, was there? Did really pe people started killing sharks all over the place? Like, they they almost like they brought like many species to extinction. Can we yeah. fact check this? Are you sure you're not just talking about the scene from Jaws where they're all going out and like throwing dynamite in the water? It's not the no, scene no, no, from no. Jaws. Like, it's a real thing. That people happened. would literally fish for sharks just to kill them. Oh, and okay. ecosystems in the ocean got destroyed. Yeah, it's that's like and they're uh, like slowly coming back now because people actually understand like 
Thanks, boomers. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, hate to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, least... we we are going to be slammed for whatever our generation's fault is. I don't know what it is yet. Oh, it's we a lot. Might just it's be a bunch so of many. It's, we're it's just everything. We're just crybaby losers. Right, but that can't just be our thing because the uh, the actually yeah that probably is our thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, how did we get on this uh, shark rant here? I don't know. Pat said, just, you know, indulge me for one second. While oh, right. Your quick tangent. All, the all I wanted to say was we watched this uh, entertaining, stupid shark movie. Watch it. And then you went off on Lemons and Johnny went off on, like, like Shark Lives Matter content. And, <laughs> and not, like, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> I love sharks. It's a topic dear to my heart. Well, what we're doing is we're 20 minutes into the episode and we haven't done a damn okay, segment We got to welcome to the to the unofficial segment. Okay. Can I just ask one more question about sharks? No. no, no, no. This one's important. <laughs> this one's important. If you guys were attacked by a shark, would you still, like, would you still go in the water? And would you still, Johnny, would you still be, like, fascinated uh, yes, absolutely. You to both. You yes. would you would still go in the water. Yeah. Um, I think the answer that I want to say is of course, but I think it would be a journey of, you know, my emotions to get back there. I feel like I would go through, you know, anger and denial, and then the five stages. Yeah, finally, <laughs> yeah. finally come around and realize like that it was I was invading there. You know, I feel like again, this is this is the kind of stuff that they're putting out these days. About everybody on Shark Week's been like, you know, has like one limb left because they're bringing on these people that have been attacked by sharks, and they're all like, "Look, like I love sharks still," you know. Yeah. And so, like, it's an idealistic viewpoint that we're being fed. That is very good. Fed, good, good. I like that one. <laughs> But I think that there are people out there that we're not seeing on Shark Week that have been bitten by sharks and or like they're, hate them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. There can't, yeah. Not everybody that gets bit by sharks like, is all like super pro shark now. I, don't, I, think, I think the majority of I don't though. think I would go back in the water if I'd been bit. Like, I know I'm tempting the odds every time I go into the ocean, and I know the odds are very, very, very slim. Mm-hmm. But what I want to see... where you've gone swimming. Like, right. sharks aren't attacking people on... East Coast beaches in, well, Myrtle Beach well, actually the has north a lot of sharks. Right? Yeah, Myrtle Beach. Or, no, no, no. Cape Cod. Cape Cod. Cape is Cod a lot is. Of they just had someone killed in Maine and and Cape Cod last year, I think. Cape Cod. No one really swims. People do swim, but no one's going out that far anymore. They they know <laughs> the deal. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's get into it. Official segment time. Around the table, and Pat, I think you have a around the table for us this week, yeah? I always have questions to ask. I just All right. want you to appreciate my That's questions. great. Let's get to it. Around the table. AT&T, around the end table. Around the table. Around the table. ATT, pass it around. ATT. You guys probably saw this on the Stupid Fat Hobbits Twitter, which is controlled by our very talented production team. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, so Starbucks released its pumpkin spice like line yesterday. Wait, wait, it's like you can now the, the get latte. It? Yeah, for earliest release ever in like seventeen years or it's something. It's August. It's August twenty fifth. Okay, that's <sighs> I, I'm okay. so I, I don't even want to listen. To this <laughs> okay, shit. so my question is, where do you stand on the whole pumpkin spice issue? In addition to releasing it early, but like 
like the way people think it signifies you're just you're basic, you have no personality. Does it compromise the integrity of fall, which is the best season objectively? I agree with that. Chris? Yes. Okay, objectively then. I thought we were talking about, I thought that was the answer to the first question at first. So No, just saying fall's the best. Yeah, but fall's it, the best. That, yep. that is a that yep. is a travesty to release that drink in August, in my opinion. It should be like October first. That's fine with me. So you've kind of gotten into fall. October is October is the fall. Right. Like even yeah. September 21st or whenever it starts is not really fall, at least for us in humid Virginia. I would say, I'd say okay, fine. I, I, would, I would allow it to be released September 21st <laughs> to, to appease the masses. I'll allow it. Starbucks, you may do so. But, but to release it, what, August 24th is when they released 25th, it? 25th, 25th. I believe. That's just. It's a little aggressive. It's a little aggressive. I also, guess, it also tastes like shit. So I was, this was my your, your question, question was twofold, or maybe it's, even it's threefold. Manifold. You it, can. It, it's it's one. How do we feel about the release date? Two. Do we think that the stereotypes around it are appropriate, and do they hinder the greatest season of them all? Right. You but really packed a latte in I, that question. <laughs> I'm not this, I'm not coming at this from a negative perspective. I've never had it. I know the um how like the argument over the people that get it. And anecdotally, the people I've seen getting it have always been, you know, a similar <laughs> line of people. Yes. I mean, you you're teen up something for me to go into one of my rants you can go on your rants. Don't, you, you don't know if you want that you haven't ranted in a while you can't handle my full go on a rant i want to hear it wait but it, you can't get angry you're not allowed to get angry you have to control it you can rant but uh, you can't ruin the show here's the problem with pumpkin spice lattes and i'm gonna blame starbucks 100 for this <laughs> they've created a scenario where average people like you and me can't enjoy something because of the stereotype, right? Mm. I personally think that the pumpkin spice lattes are shit. Like, don't drink them. They're gross. They okay. taste like... You and Johnny both hate them. Oh, yeah. I've never had very one. Nasty. It's a bastardization of what pumpkin should be. Pumpkin <laughs> is a is a, glor- is a great um, uh, item. It, pumpkin, come on, pumpkin pie. I know. Pumpkin roll. And you're telling me that now, because pumpkin spice lattes are the things that, like, 12-year-old girls drink and... Um, you know, everybody at work is just like pinging me about pumpkin spice lattes and how excited they are that they're out now. Like, I, I don't, I don't care. But you ruined pumpkin for everybody else. You could kind of argue like the the pumpkin spice latte is, is like having the the newest iPhone. If you don't have one, if you don't take a picture of it at a pumpkin patch or picking apples, like yeah, you're, you're not you're not doing fall correctly. Yeah. I think it's less of a status thing and more of like an identity thing. Like, yeah, it's like look how. Look how in tune how I am with culture, yeah. uh, and the 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 irony of that statement is like you are uh, uh, you're a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Um, but like, not to, I guess the first if it's so bad, it, you, you. This is funny because Chris went on a rant, and usually it's that's a rant I would make. Like I wholeheartedly agree with you, so I'm in like un. I have a question for Chris, unknown though. territory here. So, so you like pumpkin things? Yeah, I mean, come on, it's pumpkin. If you don't like pumpkin, you don't like fall. Pumpkin does signify. Pumpkin is a big part of the. If you don't like pumpkin, you don't. I don't fall. like all pumpkin things. I like a few. Like I like pumpkin bread. There are nuances in Johnny's pumpkin, but uh, for the most part, I don't. Profile. I don't like anything pumpkin. Like I've had a, like pumpkin beers. 
disgusting. I've had Take some that good ones. I just, bad ones. I just figured that you would love a pumpkin spice latte. And I th- thought your rant might have been like, you enjoy them so much, but now you're embarrassed to go get one. That's where I thought you were Is going. Is that maybe deep down what no. you're feeling here? No. Is, and don't. Yeah. don't. Yeah, Chris was Chris is going to be like, I, I loved it from the beginning. No, <laughs> no. The no. First one. And look, then everyone look, started look, liking if, it. If, that, if like mochas became like the, the, the Christmas thing and like it was basic to have a mocha, like I might... Get oh, on that train. It's pretty basic. It, it's not though. So like, my secondary question to follow up with that is if something like the mocha or or just like the plain coffee frappuccino became like a huge signifier of something, whether it's a season or whatever. The like, plain coffee frappuccino? You can just get a coffee frappuccino with none of that crappy so flavoring the, in it. So the coffee milkshake? No, sure. Frappuccino is like the milkshake thing. Yeah. Who drinks those? That's pretty basic. I do. Ten-year-olds drink that. The frappuccinos are... What What do you get from Starbucks? Coffee? No, like when it's 100 degrees outside. Iced Hot, coffee? A, a water? Iced uh, coffee. Nitro? <laughs> <laughs> you want to pay $4 for water? I don't drink coffee, so... Yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't think that was Nitro, a very... Nitro, cold brew, iced coffee. I'm not getting a frappuccino. Okay. I so... don't need a fucking sugar rush. Okay, so this actually is making my point. Like, you are now assuming something about me based on what I'm getting. So, yeah. does that mean we are unfairly labeling these people who like pumpkin spice, la- pumpkin spice lattes or associate them with some greater meaning of fall? So, you're coming at this from the perspective of... of- of one of that, you're one of them. I'm not one you're of them. You're trying to I'm defend right, yourself. No, no, no. You're I'm trying right. to defend yourself. I've never even had a pumpkin spice drink. No, but you've had frappuccinos and you love frappuccinos. I, I don't know. You, I don't you know probably, how you're bashing me on frappuccinos. You it's think probably I would the like most the pumpkin spice latte? That he Starbucks. would like a pumpkin spice latte. I, I might actually like it. <laughs> but my question is, should I get it considering the like what it signifies? Maybe if you if you wear a disguise and you. And you uh, go straight home and drink it. Yeah, and take, in take the room. label off, and then they don't know you're drinking it. Wait, so should I just wear like yoga pants and a flannel and like a headband? Yeah, and, and some say I'm, say yeah. I'm like picking my kids up from soccer practice or something. <laughs> I know what he's on the right. I know it's going to be in your next cap of mishap. <laughs> just just rent rent a Range Rover for the day. The thing is, there are so many. Uh, there are so many demographics that like it, but they all have that one thing in common. It's yeah. like. It's almost like I, I see. I would argue there's not that many demographics that that like it. I think it's really uh, no, no, no. I think I guess age age groups. I think it's really only ages twelve to twenty eight. Yeah, I agree with Johnny. Okay, I don't think that like soccer moms drink pumpkin spice lattes. No, they're all in their fucking. Oh, they've, I want they've graduated to, pump, to coconut vanilla, vanilla yeah. latte. They've learned their skin stuff. milk only. If on. it's not piping hot, I send it back. <laughs> if it's not piping cold, I also <laughs> send it back. Yeah. Um, it's like a latte, pumpkin spice on the side. <laughs> if it comes inside, I send it back. So you guys are you guys are just bothered. But do you think it destroys the integrity of fall? Like, that's do you what think I, that's I'm what not my bo- initial I'm rant not was. bothered by it. I'm kind of just like, it's so dumb. Like, why do you care that much about it? it me, it's not even Let good. me lay it out for you again, real simply. <laughs> fall's the best season. Yes. One of the things that makes fall the best season is fall things. One of those fall things is pumpkin. By this atrocity being so popular, everybody else who doesn't buy into the whole pumpkin spice latte thing is being 
deprived of the ability to enjoy pumpkin. And by the inability to enjoy pumpkin, we are now unable to enjoy fall. And (laughs) (laughs) a very philosophical argument. (laughs) And it's a travesty. Then there should be an executive order written to outlaw this. I think think the people who get pumpkin spice lattes don't actually appreciate fall. That's all they associate with fall is that pumpkin spice latte. They're not true fall lovers. They yeah, like they, the they, idea they're just trying, of fall. They're just trying to fit in with the fall crowd. Yeah, okay, I can shoot you with a gun, right? Please do. You value life. Not mine. I don't value life, so I'm going to shoot you because I like shooting people. They don't need to have an appreciation of fall to ruin my life. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm not saying I'm they do. To... I'm saying they don't, but they're trying to fit in. They're trying to have a, an appreciation no, no, no. I, for fall. I don't. Okay, maybe it is fitting in, but I think it's just they don't even think about it. It's like, oh, this means fall. I loved this. I, and exactly. But to them, that's all that fall is, is the pumpkin spice last time. Well, isn't that the Trey, Kennedy, the Trey <laughs> Kennedy video where it's like the, the red flannel and they're just like the picking up leaves and, and doing the, the Instagram and, and the yeah, pumpkin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. I don't know. I think... Well, we know that Chris's cabin mishap now is he has to go in and order one very oh. loudly. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't do that. They're all closed, I think. They're all closed? Well, I think they're all closed. We'll, we'll find one that's open. Okay. Um, do, can I offer something here? Well, yeah. What if we did our own sort of experiment and we went into a Starbucks with like a camera and everything, Mike, and asked anyone who ordered a pumpkin spice latte why they like it, what it signifies to them, and then ask everyone else in line, what do you think of this person? (laughs) (laughs) That would be good. That would be good. I'm I'm down for that. (laughs) That might be one of your best ideas yet. Thank you. I mean, that would make... That would... would, We'd be famous. I think we actually have to do this now. We can build up our YouTube library, which is just stock full of wonderful. Um, how many videos do we have up there? One. Oh. Uh, I do have a shout out to make on that. It's so funny you brought this this up because um, Titus Willard, shout out to Titus. Uh, he texted me. And this is actually really funny. He texted me two days ago and said, hey, dude, like, where's all the SFH content? Like, you know, where's the rest of the content? And I was like, the the rest of the the rest of the content. I was like, uh, what do you mean? Like, but we've we've you know, what, what do you mean the rest of the content? And he's like, you only have one video up. And I was like, you do know we're a podcast, right? And he was like, oh, he had no idea we were a podcast. Wait, so I, he just watched the video, thought it was funny, and then was wait subscribed to our YouTube channel. Oh, that's awesome. And has been waiting for like three months. <laughs> like, are they gonna, so do they release every day, every week? Is it bad that I did not know we had a YouTube channel? Probably. Considering you are the one in charge of it, I think that is a problem. <laughs> also, uh, what video is up there? I think it's the the parody, uh, the quarantine Oh, the quarantine thing. video? Yeah. Okay. It's the quarantine video, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Titus... If you end up getting to this episode a year from now, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, hey, Titus. By the way, for any of you listeners, uh, Titus comes from the Latin word Titus, which uh, means tight ass. <laughs> <laughs> J- 
Johnny, did you like that? He didn't seem like he liked that. Well, I just thought you knew the correct definition. I thought that was right down your alley. It's a name. It's a Latin name. It just means Titus. Comes from <laughs> Titan, meaning Bane of the Gods. Bane of the Gods? Or isn't Father Titan, of the Gods. Doesn't Titan mean God? Aren't they gods? Aren't Titans gods? Yeah, but in Greek mythology, the Titans were the parents of Zeus and Hera and Poseidon. Oh, so they're like and the they gods, were, gods. They were, they were locked in a cage for... Ever then. Uh, interesting that you say that, Johnny, because from my very trusted source, Nameberry.com, baby boy names. <laughs> the name Titus is a boy's name of Latin origin, meaning title of honor. So a little, you know, variation in meaning there. But what hey, was that no. website again? I don't know. Hey, you probably know because you yeah, you studied Latin for nine years, right? <laughs> that reminded me of uh, the office. Uh, yeah, on Clearview Avenue. <laughs> Oh, the baby Miss, shop? The Miss Janet? No, when uh, Pam and Andy are on their sales call and they're pretending to be a couple. And Andy's for some reason knows like a like a midwife or something. I, I think that? it was like a, a daycare or something. Yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. Right. yeah Miss Janet on, on Clearview <laughs> Avenue. And Pam's like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was a great around the uh, table. Yeah, I, I almost was said around the corner again <laughs> like I did around back the in the day. All right, well, let's move on. I think we're going to do a little, do you have what it takes to be an intellectual? You said you wanted to put me to the test, Pat. I have not gained this honor yet, so. I thought, uh, you know. Do your worst. Everyone deserves a, what are we, fourth chance? It's at least four now, yeah. But I feel like we should just keep testing you because at the very least you'll learn, right? All right. All right. Well, let's do it. It is time for do you have what it takes to be an intellectual? This is Do You Have What It Takes to Be an Intellectual? I'm smart. He's smart. (laughs) All right, Christopher, uh, I come to you today with a few questions for your eminence. And my eminence. (laughs) Wait, you've never called me eminence. I was, I mean. I mean, I feel like that's a better title than intellectual. Did you think that was sincere? (laughs) Uh, All right, so is Johnny the timer? Johnny will be the timer. The topic for today will be the Fellowship of the Ring, the book. Oh, yikes. Um, and maybe the movie. I haven't finished it yet. No, but I did my research, and I'm only asking questions of the part that you have read. Oh, no. And this is no. also this is putting to the test reading comprehension, Lord of the Rings fandom, and intellectuality. So... Uh, you got, I mean, this, <laughs> this is a big one. <laughs> I mean, you guys know the deal. You you know what we're about now. You know, that he throws almost, out the almost two seasons in. Like, you know where we stand on uh, Lord of the Rings and lack thereof. <laughs> for, yeah, for those of you who have just recently like, where joined, we, stand? we, are, sure we are casual fans. I would say. No, we're, we're deep fans. We're just not. I don't think we're. That's this isn't around the table for another day. Yeah, but I, big movie fans, uh, I'm the only one who's read the books, right? Johnny claims he read them a long, long time ago, but doesn't remember literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to defend no. that, or is that accurate? <laughs> I said I read The Hobbit in the first one, not okay. the other two. Okay, I'm excited for this because I feel like I might, I'm, if my memory serves me well, I'll, I'll be okay. Okay. All right, let's All right. do this. Right. And the timer starts. Right now. All right, Chris, what are the first names of the Sackville Bagginses? Oh, my gosh. 
Uh, oh. I'll give you one. It's Otho. Otho. Otho? Yeah. O-T-H-O. Otto? Or... You can say Otto. Maybe it is Otto. <laughs> it's, it's the book. Otto and like Janine or something. Uh, Labelia. What <laughs> river does Isildur lose the ring in? this the river Thames <laughs> so yeah, what part of Buckland did Frodo move to after leaving uh, Bag End what part of <laughs> uh, the uh, um, buckweed uh, <laughs> Crick Hollow <laughs> what does Sam want to see so badly that convinces him to go along with Frodo on the his quest there you go. What's the name of the forest that the hobbits traversed through after leaving Buckland? Oh. Hint. Oh. Forest is in the name. <laughs> well, it's not Fangorn, so. Um, old, the Old Forest? The is Old it? Forest, you're correct. In the Old Forest, which kind of tree swallows up Merry and Pippin? Oh, it's, a, it's like a... Oh, I know what this is. It's one of those... Um, like willows, right? <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Really? <laughs> All right. Uh, here's an easy one for you. What is the Greenway? The Greenway. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll just move past this because this is going to take a while. Who's the hobbit that stays behind at Krakalo? Oh, uh, Mary. Fatty Bulger. Oh. oh, I thought you meant... That might have been a confusing question. That was All right, deceiving. This is the final one. Uh, what is the name of Tom Bombadil's wife? Oh, I do know this. How much time do we have? Countdown. No! <laughs> <laughs> if you can answer this, though. I do get this question, right? We typically... Yes. 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 Um, the name of Tom Bombadil's yes, wife. Yes. Uh, Hint. They live in the old forest, and the the hobbits go to their house. It's like... It's like... It's like Rosemary or or, 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 or hint or, it rhymes with rosemary. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, it, it sort of. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like flowerberry or golden goldenberry, goldenberry, golden golden rosemary, goldenberry, goldberry. Is that your final answer? Yes. The name is Goldberry. Yes. You are correct. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think you did much better on that. Than I would have expected. The first couple were a little rough. Didn't really have it down, but I mean, I didn't. Yeah, you've got. I mean, you've stamped your your casual fandom. Also, into I the think earth. that I would have gotten the the Hobbit question if you had been a little bit more. I mean, yeah, that, that was, was a, that was a clear question. Precise. I just misinterpreted it. Sure. Because Mary goes and like you were just thinking I about the baths. Thought, yeah, 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 yeah. I also <laughs> thought Mary because he left it. Mary yeah. left. At but the if, one if point. I may, if, if I may bolster yeah, my go, case yeah, for ahead. her intellectual yeah. uh, hood. Mm. Um, uh, Fatty Bulger basically like offers to stay and basically is like, right. I will like look after. Decor. Yeah, yeah. I'll stay here and like if the if the Black Riders come, like I'll be here and I'll die. I don't think that's exactly what it was, but yeah, you're no, pretty that's accurate. I interpreted a lot of things in the first He's part of this the book, sacrifice. like very like differently. Yeah, like I think I told you something about Frodo. Oh yeah, yeah. There's one part in, in the beginning of the book where Frodo is talking about like um, missing the Shire, you know, and how he doesn't really 
he, he basically is like at one point, yeah, everybody in the shower is kind of stupid. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I guess I do miss it. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about how Frodo is kind of like full aloof. of himself. Yeah, yeah, he's a little aloof in the books. Unfortunately, we can't talk about the books much more because do you want to answer the, do you want to answer that for me? They, they they're, they've been written, they're done, they're over. Because you guys haven't read them. Oh, well. I was going to say we could do this every stage of the books that I we get Pat, how about this? We get together me. once a week and you read us <laughs> the first Lord of the Rings as we fall asleep. I read it to you out loud? Yes. Yeah. Do I just no, read you read it to us in your head. Do I just read it? <laughs> do I just read until you fall asleep or can I keep reading? Until we fall asleep. <laughs> that could take decades. Like, I read two pages, and then your head just hits pillow. I don't fall asleep that fast. I do. All right. Hey, we're, we're getting distracted. What is your answer? Wow, bringing me right back. I what, thought you were delaying. What Maybe say I, you? What say you? This is what I say. I I don't I can't quite name you intellectual, oh. because this was just sort of halvesies. <laughs> but what I can name you is competent Lord of the Rings fan. Would you take that? I'll take it. I'll take it. Johnny, is this a fair assessment? I, I kind of want a better title than that, though. Like, Co- What's wrong with competent Lord of the Rings? Is, how about assistant to the intellectual? Wordsmith it. I don't know. Didn't you already get assistant to the intellectual? No, I got intellectual. I, th- I named someone assistant to the intellectual. I forget who that was if we did that, but... Okay, I will name you handmaiden of the intellectual. <laughs> so you're the shield of, of Rohan. Is that fair? Sure. Okay, Chris is handmaiden of the intellectual for the episode. This was just Lord of the Rings, so Wait, that's kind of hard. Handmaid? Isn't that uh, just a servant? <laughs> Don't tell him. <laughs> I think I you're thinking know. of like shield maiden. No, I How was thinking of right, maiden. How about right hand man of the intellectual? Why like, do you keep Grimmersidle up I'm to me? I'm Grimmer Wormtongue. Do you think? Do you think like I'm Grimmer Wormtongue? Do you think Saruman would steward? Steward. Okay, steward. you are steward. Steward of you. the intellectual. Steward of the intellectual. Yes. But thinking well, you're the hand be, of the intellectual. It's gotta be stu- or a steward to the intellectual or steward. Well, because like, Denethor is the steward of Gondor. Right. So it has to be like where does the intellectual? You're the steward of my Lord of the Rings knowledge. So you 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 retain and strengthen a piece of the intellectual. I'm the steward of the intellectual's mind palace. Yeah, there you go. It sounds interesting. Um, I, I take I take uh, offense to you saying you want to be. What did he say? Right hand man. Right, yes. Would uh, would Grima Wormtongue answer Saruman's questions at a fifty percent wrong? Percentage rate, <laughs> actually at a hundred percent wrong percentage mm, rate. Probably didn't even answer his questions. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> you are steward of the intellectual's mind palace, and therein lies the title of our episode. <laughs> 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 well, I guess he did answer one question. Tens or no, Grima. Never mind. I was going to say. Why should I welcome you, Gandalf Stormcrow? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> All right, um, all right, moving on, moving on. Let's do. I had a thought. Oh God! Just a real. This it's is a real always quick at the one. most inopportune time. Yeah, but, but it's bugging me, and I and I need answers. This is Johnny's corner. Johnny's corner. Johnny's corner. It's my fucking corner, guys. <laughs> 
Um, if you drop a bar of soap on the ground, does the soap get dirty or the ground get clean? Catch. The soap gets dirty because it is the object of uh, of use. But the ground also gets clean. That is that is the thing, is both happen at once. Exactly. No. It's a catch-22. It's not, because... <laughs> what happens you when you wipe up, up that bit of soap? Well, no one said you were going to wipe it up. It doesn't it's get soap. clean by the act of the soap drop. It gets just clean because by the act you of wipe up a, a disinfectant. Hold on, just because you wipe up the soap doesn't mean it it's, hasn't cleaned that spot. Also, you're assuming that it's a very like crummy floor. What if you can't tell? <laughs> also, why the floor is already clean? What is this no, sorcery? We, we this is know. BS. Also, why did you drop the soap in the first place? <laughs> Are you in jail for your two million dollars? <laughs> you would love jail, <laughs> Oscar. Oscar, you would love jail. You would love it. <laughs> That's actually a good one. I think that's one of the few Johnny Sots where we've immediately pounced. <laughs> I had actually a thought, if Excuse I may. Wait. Whoa, whoa, hey, what? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, how does this work? This is my fucking corner. Can I take your second corner? <sighs> Johnny offers Celeb Chris shot. another corner. Does that make sense? Celeb corner? Celeb corner? Against my better judgment, I'll allow it. Just once. What is, is this a, a, a pseudo segment? Is this like Johnny offers Chris a seat at his corner? Well, I am the steward of the intellectual's mind palace. So. <laughs> That's, you are entitled to one corner, I guess. All right. In baseball, why is the foul pole called the foul pole if I don't know. it's entirely in fair territory? <laughs> if you hit the foul pole, it's a home run. Because if it was, um, if shouldn't you, it be called a fair pole? Because if it looked fairer, it would feel fouler. But if it <laughs> looked foul, it would feel fair. Do you get what I mean? That's a great explanation. <laughs> Stolen right from Lord of the Rings. So you, what you're saying is, you think a servant of the foul ball would is feel that the batter? Can we can we keep our analogy here? <laughs> I I don't love that. Explanation. I think it's Wait, because because, because the foul line. If you hit the foul line, it's also a fair ball. Yeah, flip it, flip it so that it's facing outwards. The point of so the how do you hit it? You know it's foul. Are you talking about that mesh part again? But the I'm mesh not. Parts in play. Even even yeah. the pole is in play, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So like, what I'm saying is, I I would rather be renamed to the fair pole than flipped to make sense for the foul pole because I think it makes sense. It's easier to tell whether or not it hits it. And call it in. as absurd as this thought is. I think you're right. You can either call it the fair pole or the foul pole because it both distinguishes what's in fair play and what's in foul play, and it itself is actually fair. Fair, yeah. Um, so two to one. It's when, a contradiction, but it has to mark foul play. Which even might work better the other way with this. Yeah, I don't know if it it would work better. See, I'm not. I don't think it would work better flipped. But, I just but, think that. But say, but say it's it's hooking for right now. Leave it foul. It's hooking foul. Yeah. And it just grazes. Yep. Touchdown. Grazes as it goes foul. So technically a home run because it grazed the foul ball. Yeah. But you can't really see that with the naked eye. But if the screen was on the other side. What if it grazes the pole on its way through and it they no, no, call no, it a home it, run but it hit the foul pole? No, because the screen would stop it, so you'd know. That it's 
No, foul. no, it, it's the foul pullness. So, fair, shit. Where are you going if with it's this? The, here, see, like, oh, as okay. it currently stands, it should be called the foul, right, the Chris. fair pull. If you flipped it, it would now be the foul pull, and if it touched it, the ball would be yes. foul. Yes, Chris, I see. But you have the same conundrum on both. Here's, let, I see your argument. Let me raise I'm you confused. a penny. Um, the same thing could be said about the foul line. Why would you call that the fair line? You know everything else is unfair. The foul line is what delineates what's not fair anymore. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that the foul line's name is... It lines it, right up with the foul pole. Yeah, but it's, it goes, it's it goes, linear. They just say, like, down the line. Like, it's not constantly referred to as the foul line. But that's its official title. That's, they, so? Do that they sounds it the like the, the, the scene in... What's that movie where they, you know, they invent baseball? Oh, uh, The Ridiculous Six. Um, you haven't seen that? I, I haven't seen another movie. No, oh, it's just hysterical. It's a great scene in there where they like ride up on this guy in the field inventing baseball, and he just is like making up the rules as he goes. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that? You probably have seen that. No, on, like, I'm YouTube. surprised I have not. Oh, it's hysterical. <laughs> I need to get in on more baseball movies. He's I, like batting. He's like. <laughs> Two strikes, two strikes, and you're out. And then, like, he strikes him out in three pitches. He's like, no, no, no. Like, it's three strikes. I said three. <laughs> and he gets hit by the ball, and he's like, ah, uh, I, I get first base. <laughs> is this like a, is it like a parody type thing? Or yeah, it's a, it's it's a com- like the movie's any- a comedy, so. Okay. No, I don't think there's, he calls infield fly roll at one point. <laughs> like, that wasn't even a thing for, like. You know, that is interesting because so many of the rules were just based on someone probably running into that situation, just being like, "This doesn't seem fair." Yeah, yeah, let's <laughs> and that's why they called it the foul pole. Moving on. All right. Well, this has been Johnny's corner. And could I have a corner as well? No, <laughs> no, have, no, you may have no, no corner. All right, I just want to say, baseball movies are really good. Yeah, agreed. Okay. okay. All right. Miracle, love that movie. Okay, it's not <laughs> the baseball. I know. I don't know. Balls, sticks. Pucks. A puck is just a ball cut in half. Shut up, Johnny. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. They just cut a baseball in half, take off the laces, and paint it black. No, they cut it into What happens thirds. when you cut around they something in half? Part, and then they cut... Yeah, they, they, sli- so it's they sliver off. It's like a whittling. Do you know what whittling is? <laughs> I whittle little penguins as a hobby in my spare time. Don't ever Said say that no you whittle ever. little penguins. It sounds... Terribly I think suggestive. The only one it sounds suggestive to is you, because you have a messed up. Per- we'll make a, we'll I, I, make rescind, a- I rescind. I <laughs> rescind. No, you palace can't. Entry. You can't. I rescind palace no, no, entry. No, no. The 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 rule is for the rest of the episode. I am whatever you deem me to be. But I can remove you from my palace, right? And then you could just be the steward outside the palace. I'm Get still out the of my steward brain. of your palace if I'm brain. not there. Okay, let's just agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, moving on. It is time for Lord of the Rings Impersonation Contest, everyone's favorite segment. Johnny is looking at me like he's fully <laughs> unprepared and just looked like a depressed bulldog. I would just like to share that with everyone. <laughs> I did not know we were doing this. Oh, we're doing it. Let's get to it. It's time for the Lord of the Rings Impersonation Contest. Let's do it. I'm going to challenge you into a contest. Right, Johnny, get your tens of thousands in, please. Tens of tens thousands. Tens of thousands. <laughs> <laughs> We can edit that out. <laughs> there is only one Lord of the Impersonations, and he does not share power. 
Okay, so Lord of the Rings impersonation contest. Reminder for the rules. Reminder for the rules. Reminder of the rules, or do you think people know? I don't know. With uh, like our, we've got about twenty five hundred new listeners. So for the yeah. new listeners, a five grand. if there are mm. new listeners, <laughs> uh, this is a competition between Pat and Johnny to see who can do the best Lord of the Rings impersonations. I will be giving the quotes of my choosing and choosing completely subjectively um, <laughs> regarding who the winner will be. It's a, it's a best of three. If you win two in a row, it's a clean sweep. Those are the rules. <laughs> All right, so for the first quote, we have a quote by Eowyn. Damn it. God. Never gets creative. Like, we haven't gotten one Grima. That's who we are. We're Grimas. We're the Grimas of the Lord of the Ring You're right. We have not done a Grima. Maybe I'll do a Grima if you give if, us all these, like, if, regal heroes. That's not who we are. All right. So, so we're the dirt. The talk like women. Yes. Yes, you can. You will. You, you have to. Oh, I like. Yes. And the quote, and the quote is this. But you cannot be 80. Obviously, the scene where she is talking with Aragorn and as guessing he's, as his he's age. eating the shitty stew, yeah. I believe. Would you like some stew? Very, very badly <clears throat> flirting with him. Oh, it's cringy. It's very tough to watch. It's almost it's, as hard no, as Scott's tots. I don't think it's cringy. I think the only reason it's cringy is because you know you're looking at her through like Aragorn's eyes. Otherwise, looking at you through the glass. Don't know how much time has passed. But you can't Sorry. be eighty. Seven? <laughs> was that your attempt? That was pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, you Wait, met. well, he was singing through it. Here, let's go, Johnny, know, go, and you then were... I'll fix Johnny's. I didn't no, know no, you no, no, no. You're going first now that you jumped in and did that. I just did that. I want a real attempt because you Let's got cut to... out the singing and you said that. Wait, did I get it wrong? Yeah. What is it? What's the line? Oh, you said no. can't. It's cannot. But you cannot be 80. Not, but you, you can't you, be 80. You're not. Are you serious? You got the quote wrong. <laughs> I am the keeper so of the So you points. were the one who was writing Hitler's speeches way back in the day. Good to know. <laughs> but you cannot be 80. That's very good. That's very good. Very good. All right, uh, Johnny? <clears> hey, <throat> uh, hey, go, Johnny. Oh, let me uh, draw my... Any complete here. silence as we get into character? Sorry. Any complete silence, please. Yep. Any complete silence, please? Mm-hmm. But you cannot be 80. Very very good as well. Very good as well. That kind of came out of nowhere. Who who was the last woman we did? And Johnny sounded like like a Galadriel, probably. Yeah. I sounded like a Galadriel? I I don't know how to describe it. It's like if a like if if like a ten year old boy ate too many like uh, Sour Patch kids. (laughs) Does that I, that's like the best example, uh, explanation. I think my I favorite is Johnny's Gollum when he was just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we don't know. We... <laughs> All right, well, here's my, here's my judgment. Um, first round goes to Pat. That's, that is bullshit. Interesting. No, I, I think he did it better. Very I think, interesting. I think when you hear it back, you're going to realize I did that better. We will see. We will see. All right, second quote is. It's about making the good first impression. Look, I listened to the people. I listened to the audience, or I guess the competitors, and we're doing a Gimli quote. We're going back to our boy Gimli. <laughs> You'd realize that Johnny, that's the only thing he's actually good at. And the quote is this. Gandalf, we could pass through the mines of Moria. Gandalf, 
We could pass through the mines of Moria. Johnny, you want to take it away? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I gotta wet my whistle. There's no whistling in this quote. Just so you know. Oh, there is for a game like. What's it? What's it? G- Gandalf. Gandalf, we could pass through the mines of Moria. Look, I should even shorten that for you because I know you yeah. guys always bitch about long yeah. quotes, but no, one of Gandalf, us. Gandalf, we could pass through the mines of Moria. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> good. I don't know how you do that voice. Um, I'm just going to do my own deep voice. Just imagine this is like Gimli's estranged brother. (laughs) (laughs) Gandalf, (laughs) we could pass through the mines of Moria. Hey, not bad. I like that. Johnny's got that. That was better than your first Gimli. Yeah, because I am learning from Johnny. The first time you're just like, he fell. (laughs) (laughs) That was the that was the worst impersonation by far. I think (laughs) he fell. Johnny's got that guttural plus the Scottish. Yeah, yeah. like with every quote he does, which really works well. Yeah, things I can't turn off the Scottish for some reason. So, (laughs) all right. Well, I think we know who that one's going to. Johnny wins the second round, and we're going to the tiebreaker. The last quote is this from our good friend. Haven't said that in a while. Legolas. Oh shit! At the Council of Elrond, you know there are other characters besides like the main characters. Look, they we have haven't exhausted the, some of the great greatest quotes of okay. movies. But if I don't get a, if we don't get a Grima next we, week, we'll do Grima next week. The quote is this: "This is no mere ranger. He is Aragorn, son of Arathorn. You owe him your allegiance." This is no mere ranger. He is Aragorn, son of Arathorn. You owe him your allegiance. And if you tell me that that's too long, that you don't know the quote, uh, you... this is no mere ranger. This is Aragorn, son of Arathorn. You owe my allegiance. Boom. My Boom. allegiance. Your allegiance. Of course. All I right, have Pat. To I think you're up first on this one, so let's hear it. <clears throat> Do you see that um, that meme about? Aragorn being like, Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? There's just like long discoveries. Like, seriously, you're just going to keep commenting on his elf? Why are his eyes different than yours? Like, you just always have to talk about him being an elf. (laughs) 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 Okay. It starts out as this is no mirror, Andrew. Yeah. I have have Arwen. This is no mirror, Ranger. A ranger What's this? out of the sky. <laughs> this is no mere ranger. This is no mere. This is. Can Johnny? I would like to ask if you could go first, <laughs> um, and you can save one, a request for a future episode. I can. I'll, yeah, I can try to go first. I mean, I I don't know how he sounds either, so I'm just kind of winging it for you. If that's if that's, that's fine. Okay. I'm just. I've hit a wall. This is no mere ranger. This is Aragorn, son of Arathorn. You owe him your allegiance. The last part was good. the last part was pretty good. The first part was a little too deep and, gr- and grumpy. No, I actually thought the first part was better, and the second part sounded over the top. No, I think he 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 nailed the alliteration better on the second part. He went sort of low. This is no that's why I should have raised it at the end because he isn't talking. Yeah, low. it was better. Than, no, yeah. He does talk kind of low. No, he's got a decently high voice. Yeah. How does he talk? Do a line. 
Uh, I just no 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 no, 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 no help no help. I gave you. I went first for you. So the come most on, frustrating thing is just there are some people on some lines that I just know I can't do. Orlando's it's tough. Not Orlando's funny tough because yeah, yeah. he's just an American. Is he British? Yes. Yeah, he's British. Whatever. They're the same people. They're just. You know, I think he's British. I'm pretty sure he's British. With a name like Orlando. <laughs> Bloom is his did last he, name. Yeah, definitely did he British. bloom in the in the British Isles? This is no mere ranger. <laughs> this is Aragorn, son of Arathor. <laughs> you owe him your allegiance. <laughs> Barmer? Is that you? Can, you? can you imagine if he like laughed like that after each line? <laughs> this is no mere ranger. <laughs> this is Aragorn. I went straight back into like a series. <laughs> This is Aragorn, son of Arathor. <laughs> oh, He's just boring me. It's like, I don't know what to think. Yeah, I can't do it. I don't know no. what it was. This is a gift. <laughs> it is a gift. <laughs> All right. Well, after the final quote, Johnny is the winner of the LOTR information contest. Congratulations, Johnny. Thank you very much. Your your streak continues. Your you know solid performances continue, and Pat is left in the in the dungeons, the dungeons of the deep. I I think that was a. I mean, considering the subjective nature of this, it was as fair of a fight as you're going to get. I do resent the fact that sometimes these tend to lend themselves better to Johnny, aka the Gimleys, and like like. Like you, you, you need to stray from the path. Got give it. A, give us more it. of a diversity. I got it. You want you want a Grima quote? No, cool. not I'll just Grima. Grima you can throw Amir in there. You can throw Theoden. Just uh, like the we've done Theoden quotes. Give me. I think I've won those too. Maybe you have. Jo- Johnny is good at the, and this is not to like take away and make myself sound better, but Johnny is better at the more subtle accents, like the ones where it's just like a person talking, like when Theoden is just like death. how does legolas talk okay fine no do not redo this bonus bonus segment no 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 this is over this (laughs) is over no no for no points for no points pat pick the quote that you think you can do the best and I'll put you up against Johnny right we now. Might, we, hang on, we might want to save that for the season finale. Pat and I come prepared with three quotes, with each. three quotes each that we think we can nail. All right, and then all right, we say them each. We don't have to do each other's, but we say three, and then you pick who did all three the best. All right, so qu- a quick plug for our season two finale, uh, whenever that comes out. Um, you don't, you don't want to miss that. that. You don't want to miss that. Whenever it comes out, do you agree to the terms? I agree to those terms. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, I think it's a great place to wrap it up. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at SFH underscore podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the same handles. Send your comments, questions, concerns to SFHpodcasts at gmail.com. And don't forget, we have merch on our Teespring store. Link in our Instagram bio. T-shirts are up there. You can use the word shadow facts the code shadow facts for free shipping yep we're keeping that going um so don't forget to grab your uh sfh t-shirt or tank top um pat's actually sporting the long sleeve sfh logo t-shirt right now very comfy t-shirt right it is very comfortable i think i look pretty good you look great thank you 
I think so it's your best t-shirt. Very comfy. Yeah. I've seen so many t-shirts. This is the best. Trust me. I know. One of the best. <laughs> Not a bad impression. So don't forget to pick up your SFH t-shirt, and we will see you guys next week. Uh, next week? Next week. That was supposed to be a giveaway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> next week. If you somehow enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram and give us a five-star review on wherever you happen to find this podcast. That is uh, a Lord of the Rings CBS football <laughs> mashup. You're welcome, the world. Oh.